reclaiming our humanity by bringing emotional intelligence to artificial intelligence. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Rana El-Kalubi, author, co-founder, and CEO of Effectiva. Welcome, Rana. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And uh, you've been on the show several times. We've talked about your book. Uh, we mentioned that you're an author. And again, congratulations. I know this was a, a great journey for you. But for those people who um, maybe haven't seen your interviews here on our show uh, and maybe haven't heard of Effectiva, talk a little bit about what Effectiva does and why you started the company. So we are on a mission to humanize technology by building artificial emotional intelligence. Um, I had this realization many years ago that technology has cognitive intelligence, a lot of IQ, but no EQ, no emotional intelligence. And so we build algorithms that quantify people's facial expressions and gestures and vocal intonations and integrate that into, um, into our technology and our devices. I also mentioned you're an author. You just released your new book, Girl Decoded, A Scientist's Quest to Reclaim Our Humanity by Bringing Emotional Intelligence to Technology. C compare and contrast, if you will, the data set and pattern recognition behind computer-based emotional AI and how humans perceive nonverbal communication. So the way we communicate as humans, only 10% of our signal is in the actual choice of words we use. 90% is nonverbal. It's all of these expressions and gestures and, and you know, eye movements and all of that. Um, and, and so the way we, we modeled kind of our algorithms around how humans do it. And so we have, uh, we use deep learning and machine learning and tons of data, like hundreds of thousands of examples of people smiling or frowning or, you know, raising their eyebrows. And we train machines to understand these different facial expressions. Um, and then we have a variety of models that map it into an, uh, an inference about your emotional or cognitive state. Are you happy? Do you look sad? Um, do you look interested? Um, do you look tired? Do you look sleepy? All of these different uh, states of being. And then, of course, there's a lot of applications of where you would integrate this technology. To, to what degree does maybe culture play in facial expressions and interpreting emotions? Yeah, so far we have over nine and a half uh, million uh, facial kind of responses from about 90 countries around the world, which is about 5 billion facial frames. So it's a ton of data and it's all spontaneous. Um, a while back we did an analysis of the cross-cultural differences and we found that um, some societies are, you know, tend to be more forthcoming in terms of displaying their emotions and some are not. Um, we also found that, for example, there are um, gender differences in how people express emotions. So in the U.S., women express or smile 40% more than men do. In the U.K. and France, uh, sorry, in France and Germany, it's 25% more. In the U.K., we didn't find any significant difference between uh, men and women, which was really interesting. So we continue to kind of look at these cross-cultural differences in terms of how people uh, express their emotions. One theme that stands out in the book is the de degree to which human bias permeates all aspects of social and business interactions. You actually cite many examples of how emotion AI shortcuts around human bias, but 
if bias is ever present, how is emotion AI unaffected? Yeah, one of the biggest concerns I have uh, around kind of how we develop and deploy AI is the issue of bias. And in our case, it would be data and algorithmic bias. So for example, the algorithm may not be, you know, if the algorithm isn't as accurate on an older white guy as it is on, you know, a brown skin colored woman like me, then, then, it's, then it would be biased. Now, the way to mitigate this is a num it's through a number of ways. First, the data has to be diverse. It has to be ethnically diverse, gender diverse, age diverse. You have to have people who wear glasses and have facial beards and wear, you know, facial masks. Um, so we're incorporating all of that into our data. Then, of course, you have to look at the results. You have to validate it, not just overall accuracy score like we used to do in machine learning many years ago. You have to break it down by subpopulation. And so at Affectiva, we are spearheading how do you evaluate these algorithms to make sure that they're not biased. And then finally, it is so important that the team that's designing these algorithms, um, that, that it's diverse and inclusive because people design for what they know. And if you have a set of homogeneous people around the table building these algorithms, they're gonna have a lot of blind spots. Um, so we try to incorporate that concept of diversity in our team uh, to make sure that these algorithms are less biased as possible. What are some of the most compelling use cases for Emotion AI today? I'll start with the ones that Affectiva is focused on, and then I'd like to cover a few examples because we're recording this in, you know, during a global pandemic, and I think there's a lot of applicability of the technology to this. So pre-COVID, we were and still are very focused on um, uh, the automotive industry, so uh, incorporating in-cabin sensing so that the car can detect if a driver is drowsy or distracted, and also if, um, you know, what is the state of the occupants? How many people are in the car? What are they doing? Do you have a child in the back seat? Can you personalize the riding experience to maximize comfort and, and safety? So that's one big area of focus. As we think about the applicability in times where we've been catapulted into this, you know, universe where we're working online, we're learning online, um, we're connecting with our families and friends and communities online, and we're dating online, right? So everything's happening online. And what's missing is this sense of shared experience because, um, you know, I, I like to give the example where I'm giving a webinar. Um, I've been doing a lot of these virtual events uh, in the past few weeks. And it is, it's unsettling. It's actually really stressful because I have no idea how my audience is responding. I can't see them smiling or nodding their heads or perking up when I say something or rolling their eyes, right? And I just wish I had an aggregate score that showed me level of engagement of the audience, um, especially when it's a remote audience and there's hundreds of people tuned in. So that's one application of bringing emotion AI to virtual events, video conferencing, online learning, even telehealth. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about kind of exploring all of these applications um, in the context of us spending the majority of our time online. Your book is a story of, and we've talked about this, of, of, of your journey of self-discovering. What are the readers likely to discover about themselves as it relates to emotion AI? 
I would imagine that, you know, we take so much of our nonverbal communication for granted, uh, especially when we're not really paying attention, right? And we're spending most of our time on devices, uh, which we are. I would hope that the readers kind of discovered the true power of the wide range of gamut of emotions and, and that we're able to express. And I guess the call to action is that they're, you know, that the readers embrace these emotions just the way I have. It took me, you know, many, many years to be comfortable with, with my own emotions and be able to express them to myself and to others. And I hope that the readers um, find power in that. All right, Rana, where can we find your book and how can people connect with you at Affectiva? Um, I'm very easy to find. Uh, you can find me on all the social media platforms uh, and you can also buy my book from any of your favorite uh, book retailers. I highly recommend it. Thanks again for joining us. And you that is Dr. Rana El-Kalubi. She is the co-founder and CEO of Affectiva and author of Girl Decoded, a scientist's quest to reclaim our humanity by bringing emotional intelligence to technology. And find more of my interviews right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.